This podcast series is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant is the best way to learn math, science, computer science, all interactively. Brilliant has thousands of lessons with exclusive new content added each month. Look, if you're struggling with your school stuff in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Brilliant can help you out. They have college-level content for everyone. You don't have to spend four years or a fortune to understand what's happening. You can learn a little every single day, and that can have a huge impact. 30 minutes a day on Brilliant, boom. Amazing stuff to challenge you and for you to learn new skills. There are over 10 million people excelling in math and science using Brilliant, and you can use Brilliant too. Head over to brilliant.org slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, and the first 200 listeners of our podcast will save 20% off Brilliant's annual premium membership. Thank you to Brilliant for sponsoring this podcast series, and we hope you enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the second episode of the Super Picnic Club. Still a good day. I have, I have a better one. Uh, oh, oh, the, oh. Uh, hold on. Hold, hold, hold the uh, mud braze. Horses. Uh, uh, I'm uh, your host, Steve, with me. We'll do Al the first this time. Ooh, Al the first. Al the first. Al the first. <laughs> of the long line of Al's that will come. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd be nervous about that one, Al. Uh, yeah, there's only one Al, except Weird Al. That's, yeah, no, there's yeah, two. You, two there Al's. can be only the one. First. Al the first. Um. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> Greg also here. Okay, I'm here with our new tagline. Let's pile it on for Paldea. Sandwiches ho. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think we can workshop that a bit. <laughs> I um, didn't think I would say this, but I think Steve's is better. <laughs> L, get out. Bring it out the second. Get yeah, out the third on, on standby. Uh if you if you missed our first episode of the miniseries, we talk about all the new Pokemon, but we don't talk about the things that appear in Area Zero and we don't talk about the new legends. So pretty safe for, for most people who have just, you know, enjoyed the game th- so far. Um and I don't think there's anything super crazy in the list of tumbleweeds and uh birds <laughs> that they have introduced. Uh Tumblebirds. <laughs> the tumblebirds. Uh today's episode uh, we're going to keep these episodes very structured, so like, if you've only done one storyline, that's the whole point of these episodes, so you can safely listen to, the. in this case, will be the Titan battles, and then not have to worry about like Team Star stuff, spoilers, that'll be in a different episodes, and then, you know, if you did Team Star first, uh, you could skip this episode, and so far, and that, I think that makes sense, I think everyone understands that. Now, there, uh, at the end of all these storylines, there is, um an extra part like uh the storylines all kind of wrap up together so we're only going to talk about the first five titans and i have them here in front of me um which are the stony cliff titan the open sky titan the lurking steel titan the quaking earth titan and then the false dragon titan so um and then the story that goes along with those five and that's it um and then there there is there is a an uh i'm not like you could finish these five and have a pretty good ending, yeah. Um, but there's a there's another part that happens, and we'll save that for a future episode because that part requires you to be a little bit stronger in the game. <laughs> for a little bit, yep. <laughs> and, and whether or not that is good or bad, um, the game lets you do anything you want, minus the fact that like it doesn't tell you levels, so you can. Uh, I mean. Yeah, it it kind of lets you do anything you want, but the game is really much, very much like 
oh, hey, you should be doing it in this particular order. Because when you go somewhere, your phone lights up, things are blocking your way. There's like giant arrows. There's a couple of people like, why don't you go check that out? Don't come this way, please. It's interesting. I don't know whether I just didn't, I didn't notice. So, so I find it really difficult to figure out the order that it wanted you to do things in. I figured it out about halfway through. Yeah, so I just ended up following. Um, I think this list was from Serebi. I think, but um, I mean, just but is it is it ended is it up that following you, that list? But that you tr- you wanted to do the order they recommend. So every game has like an yeah, like even even an Elden Ring. There's like go here first, yeah. go here first. These are the seven sages or whatever they're called in Elden Ring that you're supposed to do. And then like these people are super hard, but you can do them whenever. And just like in Elden Ring, I'm going to use Elden Ring because I, I game it's going to be the game of the year. Like oh, like me and Greg talked about three weeks ago. There's like a starter tutorial area in Elden Ring. I totally mm-hmm. missed it. When I dif- finally discovered that it was there, I breezed through it in seconds. Right? I did the Titan stuff out of order. And I've done other things out of order. We'll say for other episodes. But about halfway... Th- but, but when I... I knew Cloth was first. <laughs> I, yeah. think every, I think yeah. everyone knew Cloth well, was I mean, first. The game, the game tells you the order. When they're talking about it, they say, if you want to do the gyms, go west. If you want to start yeah, but, with no, the Titans, uh, go east. Uh, yeah, right. But go east, but, that, but then you go you go west to go to the gyms, right? And you, oh, well, let's do the other way around because like, we're talking about Titans. So you go east to do the Titans and the first Titan is over there. Yes. But then the second Titan is the other side of the map. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't go around in a circle or like I assumed that was what was going to happen. Then the next one up would be the next Titan. It's not. And there's no clear indication that that's the next one you should be doing. That's the weird bit, I find. Yeah, I mean, they were... The thing is, is that they really clearly wanted you to go to that area and clear the things out. Like, go over here, do the gym, do the Titan, then go to the next gym, do the gym, do the Titan, then go to the next gym, do that, do that. uh, They kind of arranged it. They're not in the right order, though. That's the thing, because you yeah. go over, you do the first Titan, and it's like the third gym. And then you, if you go over and do the first gym, it's like the second Titan. So well, it's like the, it, se- I mean, the grass is technically the second gym. Yes. By yeah. the first Titan. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing, though. So the, the, there's, there's two things that I think both help the game and hurt the game. Number one is if you go to the Pokemon Center and you say, I don't know what to do. She tells you what you yeah. can do, which is really great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very helpful in an open world game. Uh, that's, you know, something Elden Ring doesn't have. You, I, I'm just going to walk and hopefully something over here I can knock out. And if it's not, I guess I'll pick a different direction. <laughs> like, So she tells you what to do, which is awesome. She also just tells you what is nearest to that Pokemon Center, which is a downfall. Because when she told me to like, oh, go do this you know, go do this gym or Team Star or whatever, right? It, I, I, I thought it was next. And when I did it, I was like, oh, this is not yeah. next. But then, so on the, on the flip side, that's great, but also has its downfalls. They could have just programmed the game to say, like, do this next because that is, yeah. that is our order. Like, hey, maybe you skipped cloth and you did Bombardier first. The game's mem- the, the game would go like, well, if you missed A and went to B, go back to A. Like, <laughs> but they don't do that. So I I'm curious if they don't do that, and because they purposely did what you two just said is like, there's two things over here, but then all of a sudden you gotta go over here, but then all of a sudden you gotta go back. I that has to be intentional yeah. for you to really do it in the order you want and kind of stumble upon to make your own quote-unquote journey. Yeah, I think that's fine. But it, like, I, I think I want to I want to go back to because we'd had a, a, you had a... You had raised the question of whether the Titans were scaled because you couldn't see the levels and that was an interesting question. I think it's pretty clear they're not scaled. Yes, no, they're, they're just scaled. They just have hidden, hidden fixed levels. You can tell what um, level they are based on... Um, What's his name? Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Arvin. Arvin. His yeah. Pokemon tell you pretty much what the levels are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, they're, so they're not, but, and, you know, 
And it's obviously not simple to say, right, okay, it just needs to be scaled. But like, I think they either need to do scaling or make it much more clear the order. I like not being enforced in that order. Like on my second playthrough, I'm definitely going to go through and do all the Titans first. Obviously not the the end game Titan yeah. battle, because that's going to be way too hard that early on. But I like the idea of getting all of that and then going around and, and traversing everything before doing the gym battles. Um, but the first time through, you just have, you have no clue. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you go to the first Titan and then you get the second gym and the second team star. I got absolutely trashed by the second team star because I was not expecting, especially as they had the, the trailer that showed us the three different things. It showed you cloth. And then we all right. assumed that was the first Titan, which it is. And it showed you <laughs> yes. um, the, the grass gym, which we all assumed was, well, some, most of us assumed was the first gym. No, it was not the first gym. And they had the, the fire team star Mela. one, which again, assumed it was the first, the Mela, yeah. Assumed that was the first team star and it wasn't the first Correct. team star. So you've got three things that we assumed were the first three of them all together and they're not. And that's and really not. weird. Yeah. So the that's the Team Star thing. I uh, think Mela is the more yeah. interesting character. But anyways. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I disagree. That's fair. But, it, well, um, compared to the first one. I can't even yeah, remember we'll who the first there. one was. The, the, issue, this, the issue that about the order is the issue I had when they said that this was an open game and then also said that it mm-hmm. wasn't going to scale. Because it's not. It is. It It is open. Yeah, it is. But b- boy, are you going to have a horrible time. I don't think so dragging at all. Yourself, you're dragging yourself across things. I don't think so at all. I super disagree. Like the the constant argument is like, I wish all the gyms scaled. I wish the Titans scaled. Why? Why? If 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 you are level twenty and you walk into the grass gym and it's twenty, it is it it is it is that experience. If you are thirty and you walk into the grass gym and it's thirty, it is that experience. You will never get. It, there's no point in levels in that point. If you're 30, they're 30. If you're 40, they're 40. Why have levels to begin with? Well, if, no, I, if no, I'm no. level no, 20 and no. they're level 40, I have created a challenge for myself that I can't get if the game auto-scales you. Scaling doesn't have, mean it's always the same level as you. Right. Right? So if you have, like, the first gym is always 15, the second gym is always 25, that's scaling. It's not the same thing as it's always going to be the same level as you. That's a, there's, there's different right. kinds of scaling there, right? So I'm not saying that, yeah, they should always be the same level as right. you. But the idea of these are the eight levels that the gyms will be at, and whichever one you choose to be the first ends up being the first, I think is fine. I think it's also fair to say that that's, that's not a, a good way to do it, and I think that's fair. But I think if they're not going to do that, they need to make it clear what the order they want you to do it is in, and they're not. They've not. I don't done think a that's a problem, that. though. Like if you if you I walk mean, into if you walk into a Titan and it's too hard, what 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 did you actually lose? Nothing. You just go. This is too difficult. I'll come back later. That's all open well, world I, games. <laughs> Fallout New yeah, Vegas, I, so like Elden Ring, so, like Breath of the Wild. If it's if it's too hard, the the great thing about the open world game is you. Go somewhere else. But what's the what's what's the problem with having a clear what the order is, right? The 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 in on the map they all number themselves after you complete them, but they don't before you complete them. Why don't they just have them numbered before as well? I mean, I, I'm sure there is a clear order in Breath of the Wild of what you should do, like which of the uh, beasts you should do first, and and the temples along the way. But like nowhere no, does Breath of the that, Wild tell you that you, you need to do this divine beast before the other divine beast. They don't have leveling in the in there though. The divine beasts aren't harder or easier than others. Yeah, um, yes. they do different things. But there is think, still so no my, l- my linear path is, there. For for people like us, obviously, it doesn't really matter. Like I can look up a list; that's fine. But like I'm thinking about, for example, like my my nine year old nephew who's going to get this game at Christmas. If he walks into the third Titan battle as his first one, or he walks into the second gym as his first one, and he's nowhere near leveled. Because he hasn't, it hasn't made it clear to him which one to go to. Is he gonna keep going? I don't, I don't know. He yes, might do. A million percent. Will. Kids are. I, I have so, no doubt that like kids are. Uh, every nine year old has more wins in Apex Legends than I do. Easy. They're they're very they're like <laughs> like they're very I think that's good a biased view of certain kids, certain kinds of kids, and I think that some of them will. Yeah, you're right. The ones that will turn into us, right? Those ones will continue <laughs> doing that. But there will be kids who won't and they would have a worse time because they're going into into the second Titan and they're getting completely destroyed by it and they don't understand why. 
But what 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 would be any different from a linear Pokemon game where let's just say Sword and Shield, you get to Opal, you cannot beat Opal, you can't progress at all. There's nowhere else to go. Right, but I'm not I'm not saying it shouldn't be open world game, right? I I'm saying I like that. All I want is a list, a list of the order that they then want. We're, then to, we're to having be done. two arguments. You're 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 <laughs> like because I I don't think that scaling suddenly makes the game better, right? That's what I think. But I do I'm agree. Not, I'm not, but I'm I do agree with scaling. you. I do agree with you that there sh- that the game should communicate in some instance a preferred order that they're suggesting. Yeah. And it kind of does that. If you hover over all 18 circles, it will tell you if it's hard or not. In the overview of the map, if you zoom all the way out, it shows all 18 badges. And if you hover over Mm -hmm. them, like it tells you the order of Team Star. If you hover over the fighting Team Star, it says, this is the hardest, most difficult member of Team Star. It tells you that. And then what if you it? hover over Katie, hmm. who is the bug gym, it's really hidden. She it, like if you read her like it. Well, it's not. Yeah. It's it's like her picture, and then it and then it just has yeah, like yeah, one yeah, paragraph. It says like she is a brand new gym leader, uh, in the entire region or something like that. And then like yeah, the, I mean, the normal gym, a- it'll say like this is the middle of the road gym, which is obviously like four or five. I think it's technically five. Um, yeah, technically five. Like it does. Yeah. I- <laughs> It, they kind That's of thought pretty about hidden it. and pretty niche. I don't know if it's right. Hidden. I just like it's like you. I, it's pretty. I mean, it's, on. it's on the zoom out of the map. Yeah, you have to go to the map. You have to go to the the highest level, and then you have to go over where else, the where icon. Where else would they put it? it? Where, where else do you want them to put like the the the? the this is hard. This well, is easy. Like when you get right, to the you're town. asking me to de- you're asking me to design things on the spot. No, I mean I, the initial I, thought. I the initial thought I'm I have say, is I'm just saying on they that did, same screen. I'm just, I'm just saying what you're asking for exists. It's just not as maybe cut and it's not just it's not cut and clear. Okay, fair. Yeah, I I wasn't aware that that existed, and I feel like that's part of the problem, right? Like. I've played this game now for 20 hours, and I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, to be fair, um, hundreds of people on my stream and listening to the show didn't know you could lock the map with the R3 button, even though on the map screen in yeah. the bottom left-hand corner, it says R3, and then shows the joystick. I mean, <laughs> I mean a yeah, lot of but people what does miss, that icon mean? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people miss the trophies in the Pokedex, too, so. Oh, the, like, yeah, get I- 10. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, no, that's fair. I, I think there are a lot of design issues, uh, user affordance issues that could be fixed in this game. I'm not even sure what the icon was meant to mean until I listened to the podcast. I saw it, I clicked it, and I was like, I don't know what that did. Yeah, um, <laughs> it didn't really seem to do anything at the time. I, I mean, I think there's I mean, a couple my of initial things... thought is on the on the zoomed out map when you've got the like it shows you Victory Road, zero out of eight, whatever. You can have them listed there, for example. There are ways you can do this to make it more visible and obvious while not causing issues for other people. I, I think the, I the mean, fix you're asking for is just Nurse Joy telling you what should be next. I also yeah. think they could no, have done additional to the map to give the rough levels of the Pokemon in the areas, which we've seen in other games, where when you bring up an overlay, it will say, like, you'll expect 16 through 20 level here. You know, thirty through fifty here, so you kind of know because Pokemon is locked behind levels. Like the good yeah. moves are locked behind levels, so you can go, you can try to go to the water gym, which I did, which was a whole wild experience of itself. But because of the way they structure the plot lines and releasing of moves and releasing of levels, you even if you think, great, I have the type advantage, I don't have moves that are powerful yet unlocked they're not unlocked in the tm machine i haven't found one and they're locked behind the levels of how my pokemon progresses so there are these weird locks that keep you at a lower power level because of the level structure which even if you can get to those places you have to try to level up to be able to do them or you or you spent a considerable amount of time whether you found it enjoyable or not is is up to you to get there to be like, okay, well, I'm still locked behind a lot of other things. You think the TM it, machine is, like- is is locking like dif- difficulty or ease of use? I think I I think I used the TM machine three times in my forty hours. I mean, I I 
used, I went in there and looked at some, but yeah, every time you would complete a certain section, they're like, now more TMs are available. Yes. And as you went through the field. Well, the TM machine unlocks from Star. Right. And and more powerful. Yeah, you get them in other ways as well. Unlock. But yeah, yeah, you also have to try to find them in the world too. But again, that seems to be somewhat random. I can't tell if, I still can't tell if, they respawn they like you can get swift like, uh, yeah. like swift responds pretty much daily in the like starting area. Yeah. Touch on the level scaling thing. I I do think they do a good job at giving you multiple options though. Like right like um Mela and the grass and are are pretty much the same and cloth I would say are pretty much yeah. the same level. So again, it's kind of that that it's kind of that um gold and silver thing. That they did, uh, which you know Greg and I both complained about. But you know when you when you get the illusion of well, you can do you can do yeah. Chuck or you can do Jasmine or you mm-hmm. can do what's his name Bryce Price, um, or you can go to Lake yeah. of Rage. Like they're all kind of the same level, but it works in this game because there's so much to do. Yeah, I mean, I will. I I said this. To other people, I'll say this on here, the open world concept covers up a lot of sin. It really does a lot. It does a lot of work to make these games good, because if it was a straight linear path, this this game would, would not rank very high. But because it's open world and you have a huge sense of freedom, the open world covers up, just eliminates a lot of problems like pacing. <laughs> and yeah i I don't think that's i don't think that's quite fair because i don't think they would make the same decisions if they were doing a non-open world yeah so you can say if this was the exact same game but not open world would be bad yeah but they wouldn't make the exact same game right but i mean open world you know it 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 is pulling it's doing a lot of work right like Mm -hmm. it is it is it is really pulling its weight to make this game i think enjoyable i think the pacing is so good because like you can you can ignore it and and still have constant things to do, but if you just want well, to go from the, gym to gym the, to Titan to Titan, you can just do that too. And like, well, because the, the pacing isn't their programming decision. The pacing is your decision. You mean like the pacing as like we need to make this route and we need to curate what's on right. this route? I mean, they, right. they're like, still curating long, areas and where how you're long going. between each gym? Like X and Y's pacing was terrible. Very very much so. Yes. So. With with an open world concept where you can decide where you want to go, they don't have to they don't have to worry about pacing. They just set them in the worlds roughly in the middle ish and say have fun. I would imagine though, like like there there are eight obviously eighteen badges. Um, we're talking about five of them today. But if you were to do them in the order of Katie, teams first team star, second Brassius Mela, I would I would if you did that linear path of like what they suggest, I think the pacing is great. Like I, th- I, I think that you would get, you would be the correct level, and you would explore enough areas to get a variety of Pokemon, and there are enough um, trainers slash wild Pokemon that you will level properly as, going through. As a person that did that, kind of. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's fair, but I do, I also think that we come back to the how do you know that right? Because because like it, we're we're still talking about like the first couple of areas, right? Like if you go east because you want to do the first titan and then you're like oh there's a gym here as well oh i can defeat that gym oh i can defeat the team star unless you specifically remember oh they said go east to do the first gym which they did that's fair Mm -hmm. but unless you specifically remember that my automatic reaction and i suspect a lot of people's reaction is to just go around the circle right and you suddenly go up and you're suddenly hitting i I didn't have that uh, reaction fifth gym well, no, but you're a very different person, right? Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I you do things I mean, in a very well, I, you do things I, in a very I different think, way. I, I think, guess when I looked at the map and I saw that I saw the the two team star up there, and I saw the other people, and I hovered, and they said, "Oh, like, oh, like if you again, I, I guess I knew the thing. When you hover up in the top, it it all it says like these are difficult, 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 and when you hover in the bottom, it says like easier, easier. Like I just I looked at the map. Yeah, before I don't I think people. I mean, I, think I don't think people do to that. Al, to Al's point, a lot of people do things clockwise and counterclockwise. Once you start a circle, you tend to complete the circle. That is generally how people approach things, because a circle is pretty much so how then, we think of our, a lot our, of things. So the years of people being like, I hate linear Pokemon games, they just want linear in a circle? <laughs> like, I, I, mean, think they, I, th- I think I It's think not people really are, open I think world if they, they just designed the game to go in a circle. <laughs> 
Like the whole point of putting things on one side of well, the world and the other side of the world of like go cloth on the 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 west the east coast and then go to bombardier on the west coast is to force you to explore in between. Like it it, it wasn't a co- like they, they didn't like randomly drop them on the map. Right, but they don't make it clear that you need to do that. Right? I don't think they need they, to. Is, <laughs> I think they need to do. I we've think, come to an impasse. I think. Yeah, then. I think they need to in the sense of like. If a person is legitimately stuck and unsure what to do, I do agree that Nurse Joy should say, this is your next task, instead of saying, this is the task nearest to you. But just like if Mm -hmm. you were to get to Misty in Red and Blue and you can't beat Misty, you have now stopped your progress of the entire game. And your only option is like, you lose to her, but now you have to stay and you can't even backtrack because of Mount Moon. That was bad but you well, you, yeah. you you now have nugget bridge and you have route seven that you have to grind on and that's it and i think a person is more willing to quit that experience instead of this experience of like i couldn't beat bombardier that's fine what's over here there's something a little bit lower or a little bit higher and even if something was a little bit higher you might have the right pokemon i think you i think you believe that people are more likely to do that. I know a lot of people who are like, I'm done. This is the roadblock that I'm not getting past. I think yeah. I think the people are divided equally between I can't do this, I'm done because I don't know where to go and the game isn't helping me. And the people who are like, I love exploring, I'll just go somewhere else. I think it's a pretty divided group. And to say I think more people would do this than that, I don't I don't think that's a valid I I disagree because we have Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl where people just they were just like I can't beat Cynth- I, I I can't beat Cynthia and I don't know where to grind and I'm done. In this game, you have places to go to do that. You also yeah. have experience candy as well. Like you you can literally just jump into a raid with friends and be distracted and or get help. You couldn't do that in BDSP. There 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 is a difficulty wall that you hit with certain things like Cynthia. Like if I can't beat Cynthia and I can't see credits, I, I guess I'm not seeing any post game. If you can't beat Bombardier, you you can go other places. There's so much world to go to. Right. Again, I'm not saying that this shouldn't be a, a, an open world go, go Pokemon game. I actually really like that aspect of mm-hmm. it. And I think it's interesting. I do think that you can challenge in any order kind of doesn't really make sense when you have leveling like it does with, if you think about Breath of the Wild or if you think about Elden Ring. Well, like Elden Ring there's a lot levels. of just... Okay, but you can theoretically. I mean, I've never played it, right? But you can theoretically, and there's a lot of skill in that, right? There's not. It's not. There's a lot of skill in Pokemon. Holy cow! I was 25 levels under Titan. I was able to beat him. So I don't want to hear that. Like, like that. That was a huge. If you go, if you go to a gym leader with level 60 Pokemon and you have level 20 Pokemon, there is nothing you can do to. Not true. Super not true. Not true at all. I've, I've proved it multiple times over the weekend as was possible. Some bizarre niche issues, possibly, like you're, you know... No, uh, like, look, look, if I, if I watch somebody play Elden Ring and they're they're doing a no armor run and they're doing base weapon, base sword, and they, they beat the, the, the big old guy. So when, when you leave Elden Ring for the first time, when you get into the Breath of the Wild open sunset, here we go, they put a huge cre- like knight on a horse. And you're level Mm -hmm. five when you walk out there. There, It is almost impossible. Mm -hmm. 99% of players will not be able to defeat that dude. That dude is like level 40 Mm -hmm. right out the gate. And it's there to be like, this guy can one-shot you. Like, you need to leave this starting area because we put the one of the hardest dudes for you right here. You need to either go north, south. You cannot beat him. There are people that can beat him. Mm -hmm. And and, and I applaud those people because I couldn't. I came back when I was 40. Uh, and I beat him when I was 40. I did try to do it when I was 20. I couldn't do it. But like the the whole concept of like, if if the gym leader's 60 and you're 40, you can't win. Not true. Done it multiple times 40. this weekend. Didn't say 40. Right? Okay, There's a big 20. difference there. I beat Alternate Crosmo with a level 15 Basculin. He was level 60. It's totally possible. You have to understand the rules and, and what Pokemon is asking for you. You can beat Mela with like a level 2 Char Cadet because Mela has no moves that can actually hit you because Flash Fire absorbs it. Like there are so many situations where you can win because you understand the abilities. Like you can you can almost solo the, the electric type gym leader with, with just a ground type Pokemon. 
Okay, okay, right, fine, fine, fine. My point wasn't wasn't about that, right? Because we were talking about how I actually do like the open world Pokemon, right? I like the idea of it. I'm not sure I would say that I want every Pokemon game to be open world in the future, but I like it. So I'm not I'm not arguing against that. What I'm saying is I think the I think they just need something, and I'm not sure exactly what that is. I think that we need some some good designers to figure out the best way to do that. But I don't think they do a good job of telling you the order of things. That's that's literally all I'm saying. And I think it's fair to not care about that or to think it's good enough. That's fine. But I think that there were many people who will have an issue with this game because of that. And I didn't, but that's because I looked at a list of the ordering to do it. I think they do try to communicate it subtly. I don't think it's maybe the best. but like That's the, the problem. The map, the map does tell you. <laughs> Yeah, my problem is I think everything I think all of those all of those issues get solved if Nurse Joy just tells you where to go next instead of what is nearest. I actually think her telling you what is nearest is actually kind of a detriment to the game. Yeah, I would yeah. agree with that 100 percent. Like she she told me to go to a certain team flare member first and I sorry, team star. And I should have went to a totally different one that I that I didn't even yeah. know existed. And if she if she just told me like, hey, like the game knows the order. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I already remember the gym leader order and I, I remember the Titan order. And I did. I did. So here, well, let's talk about the Titans now that we're here. 30 minutes. in. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys do the Titans in order? Cloth, Bombardier, Orth, Orthworm, Great Tusk, Iron Shred, I, uh, Iron. No. So what did you do I first? I did, because I was following my list. <laughs> uh, I did... I did Cloth first. Then who did I do next? This podcast series is made possible by Patreon. If you would like to support us and get ad-free episodes, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. Look, I know you've heard Patreon ads before. I know you're like, maybe I should do that Patreon. You should. You should because not only do you get ad-free episodes and bonus episodes, and not only do you get to access our amazing Slack community, which has been just flourishing recently, but we also have other rewards. At the $10 level, we will be giving away an exclusive poster that features all of the Galar Pokemon that existed to send off Sword and Shield as we move into Scarlet and Violet fully. And those posters start shipping in January. So if you want to get onto the poster tier, you got to sign up in November. We're also running a special promotion where anyone who signs up at the $5 level or higher gets an exclusive wallpaper for your iPhone or your uh, whatever other phone you use, Samsung, Sony, Motorola Razor. It probably works on that. I'm the one recording these shows, editing these shows, hosting these shows, promoting these shows, making all the content that you guys love. And if you want to take your love for ISC a little bit further, you can go over to patreon.com. This is this is a very corny promotion. You can go over to patreon.com slash PKMNCST to support the show. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can support the show uh, using the Apple Podcast subscription. Uh, but if you want physical rewards, I would check out the Patreon. If you if that URL is way too long, you can go to ISE.cash. And it's just a way to support the show so we can go and keep making great content. I hope you enjoy our mini-series and the rest of this episode. I heard a, some people did Great Tusk second. A lot. I, I heard a lot of people did Great Tusk second. I did Great Tusk fourth. No, I think so. I think I did. No, I did Cloth. Then I did Orthworm. Mm-hmm. Then I did Bombardier. Bombardier, whatever you want to say. Then I did Great Tusk. Then I did False Dragon. Oh, Serebii has the levels for it. So I would say that the Titan storyline is the easiest of the three. And the reason I would say that is because there's there's two modes. Mm-hmm. There's the Titan and then it eats the Herba Mystica, which is short for e. the HM. HM. Which makes it's sense. It's not short for it's long for HM. It's long for HMs, <laughs> yes. Uh which makes it's sense because your bike your bike like gets more yeah. H like surf and stuff. Um, and then yep. you get round two with Arvin. That's his name, right? Uh, yeah, Arvin. And yep. even if you're underleveled or you brought the wrong Pokemon, Arvin is probably one of the best NPCs to stand. Like, like compared yeah. to Marnie, compared to Cheryl, like he brings competent Pokemon and he like actually does something. Yeah, he's he knows 
what to do, why you're doing it, and is there to help, and is also there to distract. So in, <laughs> so the, in that... the case of the false titan, <laughs> we're jumping around real quick, but these are most mechanics, not story. Uh, having Gastrodon, even though I was 25 levels below the, the false dragon, like th- he only had one move he could use against me, and it was order up, I believe. And so it was a 25% chance he was going to use order up, and then a 50% chance he targeted me. And even if he did target me, Gastron is so bulky that I would be able to survive it. At least one. Mm. Um, so that's why I was able to do that one 25 levels under. But I, but I think that's okay. I don't think that's a complaint that that storyline is easier because of Arvin. Uh, because I think the opposite for Team Star is a different conversation. Yeah. And yeah. I think the gym leaders is that middle traditional yeah. line. Yep, I agree. Um, oh, interesting. There's a reason I why I think teams are significantly harder for, like maybe like an average yeah. player or a new Pokemon person. Presumably, we'll have that conversation in a future episode. You'll have, yeah, yeah, we'll have that. Later. <laughs> That's probably the one I'm most excited for. Um, so story, the plot line of this one, I think, incredible, Pokemon does small storylines best right like Mm. this is a tiny personal story and because it's tiny and personal you can connect to it better it is incredibly predictable and paint by numbers but it's still charming right like there was nothing there's not a thing about that storyline that i'm like i'm shocked Wow, I didn't see that coming. I, was the shock not the 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 second Titan? And so the game is smart enough to know with yeah. the Titan order, which is great, right? Like you'll get Arvin's second tight. Like I got his second cutscene on Cloth, and right. you know people got the, his second cutscene on Bombardier uh, or whatever you did second Great Tusk Iron Treads. You're right, Greg. Is in like once it unveils what it is, it's predictable. But like you don't know why you're getting the Herba Mystica, and he and like Arvin is pretty like I don't know if I trust this guy. He could be the bad guy. Um, um, like when he actually like opens up and reveals what's going to happen, you then you you then know the superhero story of like I mean superhero saves the day. We know the ending of it, but like yeah. his intentions I, were hidden for two titans. I di- I disagree. <laughs> Because you saw, exa- I knew the minute, I knew the minute I fed the first sandwich to my bike. And then he's like, I'm finding more ingredients. Like, oh, I know exactly what this is. I know plot by plot, point by point, what the storyline is going to be. And it, and it was. Greg's just cleverer than us, Steve. <laughs> the, I thought his whole storyline was so good. And, I mean, and even, it's a very, very good storyline. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's predictable. It is, it is. I mean, all of that's the thing. All of them are incredibly predictable. I will say that about all of them. I knew exactly the beat points the minute I did the first one. Like, I'm like, nothing here is surprising. But but what they do well is it is still a charm. They do it in a charming way that I don't care that it's predictable because I'm still emotionally connecting with it. Right. Like it is a small. Good predictable but heartwarming story and mm. they do it well right like the characters are believable the the beats when they hit them are believable they're not surprising but i'm like oh this is heartwarming i i have grown to care about this character i see that they've made an arc that it's fill all the things so when pokemon does small stories they really do them well and that's I think what all of these are, although I think the gym ones is the weakest, um, I I do think they they decided to tell a much smaller, more personal storyline with this game, and it suits the game well. I agree that the gym is the weakest, but not because it's bad. I think the gym one is... No, inc- I'm not saying it's bad. I think the gym one is incredible, but out of the three, yes, I would it's agree that it's like the weakest, but that it's still... This... Gen 5 fans must be in shambles. The only thing that, 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 that they had going for them that was the quote-unquote that game had the best story. And I already disagreed with that. I thought, Ultra, I thought Sun and Moon had a better story than... Oh, Sun and Moon has the best story. But, but like even one of these stories I think is better than Sun and Moon. 
or 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 mm. black and white. Like I mm. I think that these stories are so good because even though like you could say like oh it's predictable or oh like I saw it coming. Sure, like when you go to see the next X Men mo- X Men movie, like you know what's gonna happen. You know they're gonna win. And if they if the only reason they don't win is because they're gonna give you a sequel where then the next movie they win, right? Like the the writing and the characteristics that uh that happened with your interactions between you and Arvin are just great. Like I I think yeah. it's underestimate or I don't think enough people are talking about how well written these characters are like their dialogue actually feels like a human wrote it instead of well we need to save the world storyline and uh uh i don't know make them say something zany and mean and like i don't know give these grunts like like capture this pokemon and say you're not getting it back like like past pokemon games relied on so many tropes that were just like yep we've been here done that yep that's the bad I guy. Mean, and this game is trope heavy. This game is hardcore trope heavy. Hardcore. You cannot tell me that Arvin's storyline isn't a trope when I can point you to 15 Ar- million others. Arvin's overall story is a story that's been told, but the way Arvin's dialogue is written and, and how it's integrated into the Pokemon world, it makes it amazing. It makes it good, but it's still a trope. They just write it well, but you can't say it's not a trope. Even, it is still even, a trope. Even okay, so let me maybe let me switch this around. There was even if Team Flair and Lysander's dialogue was amazing, that story was still dog water. Well, where I mean, this again, is like a very safe story, and it's well, but, but boosted I, by Arvin's before. like like how he's written. The Lysander storyline, the Galar storyline are huge in problems where they're talking about an incredibly large problem, right? Like, we are running out of world resources. And does Pokemon have an answer to that? No. So they have nowhere to go when they're trying to answer those questions. Here, they bring it in small, like they did in Sun and Moon, when they say, here is a small personal story and they do have an answer for that. They do have a path, a well-trod path that they can say, here we are, and we're answering the question. And I'm not saying they didn't do it great. They did it amazing. But it's because they kept it small. Like, they realized but, what but they did But now you're just falling the for the marketing. The, like what, the, the, what are you talking about? The three about? stories have always existed. There's always been the, the, the gym story, the legendary. <laughs> that, is not, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying the scope of those three stories are smaller and more personal. I'm not saying they're different. I'm saying the the problem that they are asking and solving is on a much smaller and personal scale. You're not it's defeating not, an international oh, you're crime not dis- syndicate. You're not trying to solve a worldwide environmental crash issue. You're trying to help a person who's in need. That's a smaller, more personal story, and they do it well, just like in Sun and Moon, it's a smaller story because you're really helping a person in need. It is small. It is not world-spanning. It's not a thing that you're like, how do you stop the sky from of pollution from falling? You're not having to answer that question. You're saying, how am I helping this human being who's in need? And that is a story Pokemon does very, very well, and they did it great here. That is what I'm saying. Yes, and what I am saying, Pokemon has gotten so into I need to save the world in almost all of their games, and even in Gen 1, you didn't really have to save the world, right? Like, like Giovanni was doing stuff, and, like, you scared him off, but there was no, like, unless I'm wrong, like, there even as a 10-year-old, I didn't think I was saving the world, I was just like, oh... Uh, it was implied that they were taking, trying to take over the world. Um, it's implied well, they that they literally take over a city, yeah. right? They're trying yeah, to take, they take over, over the a world. city. Yeah, yeah. It's implied that they are a worldwide threat. But in all of these games where there's this, you need to save the world. That that has never the, the your gym your gym storyline is always still separate. It just mm-hmm. that gets in the way. So we still have the two stories of something to save the world. Your gym story, and then usually a th- a third story, yeah. And 
So the the team star is not save the world. Right. But they're still in your way. And that right. and they, they got away from the save the world. And right. then the the legendary thing is its own story. Yeah. Because you're still you're still trying to figure out what's up with your legend. And you're yeah. you're healing the dog. And then you yeah. have the gym story. Yeah. And so all three are still there. And yeah. that has existed in old games. It's just that yeah. they're, they're they're layered on top of each other, so you're you're stuck. Okay. So how does that negate what I was saying? So you're saying that <laughs> yeah, the story. I don't story, think you're disagreeing. You're you're saying that the story is like on its works because it's so small. But you could take I'm saying part. You could take the no, stories from I, older ones and break them into smaller parts. No, but that's not what I'm saying. By they're small, I'm saying the stakes are small. The stakes of all those storyline aren't world disasters. The stakes of each of these stories are personal. They are personal. They are between a few people, not a population. That's why I'm saying that they're smaller stories. Because they're affecting fewer people. And when Pokemon doesn't try to have an answer for a world global problem like limited resources, cash-strapped society... No water. And and no water. And they don't have an answer for that. Those storylines go nowhere because they're like, well, we don't know how to solve this either. So what they did in Sun and Moon and what they did here, thankfully, is say, we don't care. We're not solving a world crisis. We are making a human connection and it works brilliantly. And that's what I mean by it's a smaller story. The scope of what they're trying to do is only affecting a few people, and they do it really well. Yes. It's interesting, because I'd, I'd never really considered this, but but you're right. Like Every time there is a massive issue, we're never solving that issue. We're just taking down the person who's trying to solve the issue in and a bad be like, way. We're done. <laughs> and moving Finished. on. It's like, okay, we stopped whatever Rose's plan was. We haven't yeah. solved an energy crisis because yeah. we don't know how. I'm, We're yeah. just going to move on. I mean, X and Y, like the flower cannon comes out of the ground yeah. and we shut down Lysander, <laughs> yeah. but like that town is still destroyed. Right. Well, and that's the problem with a lot of their, <laughs> when they do these world, like when they decide to bring up an issue that is world spanning, we don't have an answer as humans and neither do they. So the plot lines just sort of end like stop the bad guy and then we're just going to be done. And I think that's the been the problem with a lot of Pokemon storylines. Why people think they're bad is because they are asking questions that they can't possibly answer. And in Sun and Moon, they said, well, we're not going to do a world thing. We're going to keep it personal. And in this one, they said, we're not going to do a world thing. We're going to keep it personal. And it works brilliantly. I mean, Sun and, still do in predictably. Sun and Moon, it's still the Ultra Beasts are invading. We don't know how to stop yeah. it. Yes. But uh, yeah, it, your point still is, stands. But 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 the big story that they are doing is the Lily story and yeah. the family dynamic. And that is and the to be biggest fair, push of Sun and Moon. We do actually solve the problem in Sun and Moon because the we problem do. in Sun and Moon is the Ultra Beasts. They are explicitly the problem rather than something else that they're trying to solve. I, I, but the, the, the other problem in Sun and Moon is like they don't actually like. Lucamine, the answer to Lucamine was like, oh, she's getting better, right? And you just have to assume that she's getting better. And then, like, Lily mm-hmm. gets on a boat to go to Kanto, and everyone was like, I want Kanto remix. And then we got Kanto remix, and then everyone was mad. Um, I mean, the, I the, answer, I the answer wasn't what happened to Lucamine. <laughs> the answer was what Lily decided to do. That was mm. the answer to that problem. The answer to what do you do when your parents are horrible to you is. You decide to finally break from them and start your own life, right? Like the point of that storyline is Lily finally getting her independence, which is what they're telling kids. Like you can have bad parents, get your own independence, and you can still start your own journey, even though you had a, a bad beginning. They answer the question of what to do. Yeah. Because at that point, we don't care what happens to Lucamine, nor should you care what happens to your toxic parents, <laughs> right? Like the point of that is, it's okay to leave your toxic parents and start your own life. That's the answer to that storyline. It was why Sun and Moon still has the best storyline. Well, I, I, I think this is better. I think all three storylines are better. And the reason is I'm going to circle back is when, when you guys were like, oh, if, if people get 
don't know where to go or if something's too level, they, they, they drop off. I think where Sun and Moon failed is that I understood the story. You understood the story, Greg. There's, there's other people that even in our YouTube comments, when we brought it up with Roger, they understood the story. I mean, the story is about parents verbally abusing and or just abusing their kids. It was with Lucimi. Yeah. It was a, gla- a Gladion. Yeah. It was with Guzma. Even Guzma had his own part. But I don't think the dialogue and how the story was told was was well or good. Um, I th- I disagree. But I don't think it it was because that's why so many people just gravitate back to black and white of being this amazing story, and no one I mean, thinks that like Sun and Moon had like cutscenes too to like set it up, and people are like, oh, the cutscenes are too long. I think that because the dialogue of the characters in Scarlet and Violet are so witty and so engaging. It makes you actually care about the story and pay attention to it more. And you can maybe argue it's a simpler story. Um, It is. It's not that, but that's not even saying like sword and shield has more dialogue. Like, I don't think Lily was written pretty. I don't think Lily was written really well. I don't think Gladion was written really well. I don't, Um, I mean, I disagree. I I think they, they I think they said what they needed to say to push that story forward, but I think they could have said it better. I think they could have been more engaging. I think they could have been more relatable. There, there's a, there's a part in the school. I think we, I think we talked about this last week where I didn't care about one of the teachers. And a little student comes up while I'm talking to the teacher and was like, hey, weren't you a gym leader? And she said, no, I don't want to talk about that right now. And she's like, don't interrupt your classmates. That's rude. And that little interaction, I went from not caring about this teacher. And I was like, I just want the held item you're holding. Like, get through the dialogue. Give it to me. That interaction was 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 good enough or great or however you want to describe it for me to be like, I want to know now. Yeah, but that's you. That's your personal preference, right? But, but that's those, your connecting. But, but with what that. I'm saying is that moment never really existed in Sun and Moon or other See, games. I, that I, moment I exists that, that so moment, many times in Scarlet and Violet. That moment happened to me a ton in Sun and Moon. A ton. You just didn't connect with it the same way, I, and that's fine. I, I don't think so. Yeah, you don't have to think so. It did happen to me. Like Lily not being able to address herself, that whole section is really powerful if you had those kind of parents, right? Like because you didn't have that, that didn't grab your attention doesn't mean it wasn't there for people that it did. I'm saying they could have done it better. And they did do it better in this game. I think they did it great. I think this one, they they did a good job with it. But again... You connect to this storyline better than I do. Yeah, that's probably true, especially and with the Team fine. Star stuff. And the Team Star stuff, good storyline. But I, I will talk about it there. But I couldn't be more disconnected from a storyline than that oh one. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed about this conversation about the Titan storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I just ties know. into. This, I mean, there's not a lot about the Titan storyline. You are healing. A bunch of Pokemon through HMs, and you are you are dealing with a very broken person, and it's a very personal storyline. It's a very good storyline. It is a way. It's a good storyline of how to understand a person's pain, help them, and humanize them. Right, like that's the heart of that story, and they do it really well. Yeah, I I I enjoyed it from start to finish. Uh, I think the other thing that maybe we didn't talk about is I I I don't know about you guys, but once I got to the fourth Titan, I needed to know the ending. Like, I knew the ending, but I needed to know. Like, I, I, need, I, I was like, I'm skipping everything. I'm done with Titan 4. I'm going right to Titan 5. I, there, I mean, I, was... I, I guessed the ending. I'm like, I know what's going to happen, so I can get to it. I, I, ha- I, I had a pretty good idea of what was going to happen, but I, there was a part of me, especially, like, in the last bit of the fifth Titan, where I was like, are they actually going to do a different thing here? I was like, are they actually going to do what he doesn't recover? I was like, I don't think so, because it's a Pokemon mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, and, and, and I do think that, ugh, I'm not going to say that would be a better story, right? Because I think it's, it's complicated in what, you, what you're looking for. It's a very different kind of story. Right. Um, but I, 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 was, I wanted to know what was ha- happening just because I thought that was a possibility at that point. Yeah, um, I mean, I was certainly surprised, like Steve, and unlike Greg, I was surprised when he turned out to actually be a good guy, Arvin. I was half expecting it to to turn around on me, um, just because he seemed so suspicious, and there was the weirdness around him and the 
the legendary at the beginning and you're just like, I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah. You seem a bit suspicious. It's a story of healing and there was mm -hmm. no way. I mean, I knew the minute that it was a story about healing that, that it was going to go one way. Like they could have done a story of loss at the very end, but that wasn't from the very start. That wasn't, that wasn't the story they were telling. They were telling a healing story and it was, it, it was like, neon sign from the first sandwich this is a story about healing and you're going to be you're going to be healing a person through this process so cloth gives you sprinting bombardier gives you surfing oathworm gives you a double jump the great tusk iron treads gives you flying and then Dundo's gliding gliding sorry yeah it's definitely not flying oh, it's Which definitely not I have flying. so many issues and i have so many issues Dun i have a lot of issues with dondozo and tasaguri give you um Climbing. Climbing. Which is technically, I think Sneasler was maybe last? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, got, I think so. You got flying before Sneasler, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. You, you got, got flying reasonably you got gliding. Quickly, I think, I think you got gliding flying was from the Sneasler? Temple Bravery Snowy area. No, you got, yeah, Bravery's the last one. You got yeah, gliding. Yeah, no, Bravery is last. Bravery is last. last. They, they flipped it this time. Um, I don't think there, there's nothing really special I, here about cloth. Bombardier or, or Oathworm. Uh, they're just like Oathworm. You kind of have to chase around a little bit. Bombardier, you have to like it, like dodge some some rocks. Uh, I think my Oathworm I do, I kept do like glitching, so I couldn't. I spent twenty minutes trying to get it to register that I was in the right area because yeah. it was just be I, like I, reset. I'm like, come on. I do like how they were integrated into the open world nicely. Um, like. You, you didn't just walk up and like press a button and start the encounter, right? You walked into the area with cloth, you saw it on the wall, you walked up up to it, and then sure, it, it came into a cutscene at that point. But it wasn't just like, oh, this is the area, you have to find the right bit and click a button. Like right. it actually felt like you were coming across the Titan in the right place in the way you actually would in a world like that. Yeah. The first three, yeah, there's, there's nothing zany happening there. Uh, there's nothing really zany in Great Tusk or Iron Treads. It's just, you know, one, you get one or the other, um, and you kind of just chase right. them through the through the desert. The False Dragon Titan, probably the most interesting one, where you see uh, a very large Tasaguri. You interact with it. Um, Dondozo eats it. Large for Tasaguri. Large for Tasaguri. <laughs> it was still tiny. <laughs> um, Dondozo eats it. You battle Dondozo. Um and then uh, you end up. It, well, I can't remember the order of it. There was like three fights there, wasn't it? it was so like, you you yeah, fight so it, Don Donzo the first time. It runs away. Yeah. It hits the wall. You fight Don Donzo the second time. Yes. Yeah. It faints and spits up Tatsuguri, and then you fight an empowered Tatsuguri. Yes. Yeah. And that was really that was a like nice twist, really yeah. clever, very fun. Um, probably difficult for people not expecting that third round. Um, but you the know, weakness I, I, has changed some. Th this is why I say the Titans is the easiest because it it's it's only one Pokemon, and yep. you have six, assuming that you brought all six or five or whatever, and you have a partner there too. Yeah. So yep, it makes sense that this is also the easiest because it it is tied to your mobility. There's I think Greg said there was a place that he couldn't go or it wasn't really, but you can go anywhere. There was nowhere I was restricted beside, like even with team star, you can go around them. Yeah. You, I was, when I went, the what, problem that I was, I was trying to go straight to the water gym and the road is blocked off. So I was like, Oh, and then it forced me to a cutscene, And I'm like, I don't, I don't want this right now. So then I said, okay, well, I have to go around. So I jumped off the cliff into the desert, and then my phone went off. And he's like, hey, there's a Titan here. I'm like, would you leave me alone? I'm trying yeah. to get to a gym. Stop calling me. Stop <laughs> getting in my way. Just let me go. And eventually I got around. But, like, I went into a thing, got forced into a cutscene. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Went off the cliff to get right into another cutscene. <laughs> I think they have to do that though, because that's how they it, do. It, it, it that's how it decides the the actual cutscene order. Yeah, it does, mm. and I get why it happened. But I was like, open world, my butt. <laughs> I mean, them stopping to give you dialogue is still fine. Yeah, you can you can then you can then just like 
then go back to where you were right. before. I will say there is one area that you can't get to from the beginning, and that's the the islands around the fifth titan. There's no way to get to them right. without either gliding or uh, surfing. Yep. Yes. That that is the one area that is restricted. That is, yes. that yeah. is locked off. Um, but and if, obviously, if, area if zero, you but, did you bombardier, <laughs> you could get to it. You yes. would have to do one. Yeah, yeah you, you would have to do. You don't one have type. to do much to get uh, to it. But yeah. I did have. You did you have the issue where you were gliding towards it and the cutscene started and it dropped you into oh. the water? <laughs> hey, there's no yeah. bugs in this yeah. game. I, I also, <laughs> I just have an me. issue with the gliding in general. And the gliding's bad. Every time, there's like a limited amount of time you can travel, like horizontally, Forward. and then you just suddenly you glide just drop, slowly yeah. down. Yeah. And I don't understand why they're doing that. Like. It's just—is that a bug? I feel like it must I, be a bug. I feel right? like Nobody would bug, make that decision. But yeah, it's weird because I'd be like, "Do do do! Why am I not moving forward? Yeah. I'm just falling." <laughs> so What's frustrating. Going on? <laughs> Especially going from, I think in general as well, the 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 traversal on um in this game is less good than Legends. Yes. I think the Legends traversal is so good. And it, like, especially with, you know, Weirdier, you could like try and get to some areas that you weren't really meant to without the, I know you can do the backwards jump on your legendary in this game, but it, it that that's like a glitch. Whereas Weirdier felt like it was deliberate. Like you can just kind of get into some areas that you can otherwise not do. Yeah, I think but, I made the joke in Slack that, you know, for, for the last eight months, people are like, ah, oh, Pokemon Legends was just this big beta slash like testing ground for this game. <laughs> but it just... It's funny because Legends movement, just its movement. We can ignore everything else, but like the movement on Weird Deer, Basque Legion, Sneasler, Bravery, no one cares about Ursa Luna. Th those four movement oh. options are so much better executed. They are so much better. Um, yeah. And I don't mind the 100%. sprint on the, the stick for um, the car to make it go faster, like sprinting it. But with Weird Deer, you could wasn't it just you held the b button and then you hit a to jump right it was like one of the like you held the button down to make weird deer sprint yeah i think you did actually yeah, yeah. whereas down, whereas yeah. you've got whereas you've got the boost which is just on or off but i feel uh, i feel like when you're this one which is better boosting you can't jump you can yeah but you can. You, i think okay. you stop i think yeah, yeah. you stop boosting because you you can only boost when you're on the ground, but you can mm -hmm. boost and then jump, and you your jump is is faster. But I'm almost positive with Weird Deer, you would want to run jump or not run jump, and I only know that because of the 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 balloon mini game they did. Like the, yeah. the how they spread out the balloons are like, oh, I want to go this fast or this fast, or I want to jump short or I want to jump high. Yeah, but that in itself. Just that just shows how much mobility that game yeah. has compared to this Although, one. Although yeah. I don't think Basculation moved very well a lot of the <laughs> time. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, but the legendary in the water doesn't. <laughs> no, either. the legendary in the water is even worse. So <laughs> there were there were so many issues. <laughs> like if you if you jump in the water and you before it like moves into its boat mode. You like you basically do a drift if you try. Oh and move. yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, where you just, just looks suddenly ridiculous. like dip below the water for like yep. five seconds and just hang yeah. out there for. <laughs> yep, I'm like, well, okay, cool. What's happening, folks? Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay, so overall, we need to wrap this up. Yep. Did we enjoy the Titan storyline start to finish? My answer is yes, a hundred percent. Loved it. Yeah, Be bearing in mind that. We haven't actually done the final bit yet. Yeah, without doing the final bit, but the first five, it's it's a decent storyline. Cool. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it a whole bunch, and I'm glad I did it first because the other stories seem to be more, more. I mean, bigger stories, I guess. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> yeah, slightly bigger. It's very obvious, Greg. They involve we, more people. Greg, I relate to the Team Star storyline, and Greg does not. <laughs> but I think that's why I liked it so much. But I think we also, when we talk about the gym leaders, we talk about we have to talk about how uh, the Paldean Pokemon League clearly does not pay their gym leaders a livable wage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we talk about the gym leaders, we also talk about the Elite Four. Oh, I have to do them. <laughs> but that, that, <laughs> okay. that's next week. It's fine. You've got some time, Greg. You, got, yeah, you, got, you got a week. I'll oh, you haven't do done Friday. the Elite Four yet as of this? Me? Yeah. No, so no I haven't I, done I it think, yet. I think we're in the same place, Greg, basically, aren't we? We've I done... finished the eight gyms. 
Yeah, and I haven't. But for all three of them, okay. So finished all of the inter, but not done the final bit for each of them. The Elite Four is not the final bit. There's another bit after the Elite Four. So where we are in the Titans of like the final bit, the Elite Four is still not the final bit. So So yeah, I just haven't. I haven't done the Elite Four. That's what because I have one more star left to do. So I want to do all of them to get them at the same rough point. Yeah, Yeah. complete them. So you'll want to do the Elite Four to then, right be there okay yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, just yeah. doing a little bit of grinding before i get there because yep. i'm just a wee bit under leveled mm. i'm uh i'm a little under leveled oh gosh i have not had a leveling problem in this game i, I have not sw- been battling any trailers <laughs> why would i, I battle these trainers people. i don't care about them that, yeah that's uh that's uh <laughs> when we get to that's... the levels when we get to the, i don't know if we'll do that but when we the whole level scaling thing makes me circle back if there's one thing that should scale it should be trainers. Well, oh, and trainers should see. have more than one Pokemon. That's so. I don't many mind them having one Pokemon one. if the Pokemon if gives you all ex- yeah, yeah. If, if they give you experience, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, the trainers are probably the biggest afterthought. This well, yeah, that's yeah. not true. Accessibility, maybe. <laughs> yeah, accessibility is the biggest afterthought. <laughs> the trainers, the like again, the open world tends to make up for, but also gives them excuse of. Well, we can only we only wanted to give them one Pokemon because we didn't know which order you were going to go in, and like so many of these trainers only have one Pokemon, and I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah, and they're oh gosh, uh, we have to end, but like it, they, there needs to be like a, a first seeker not to rebattle them, but to be like, there's a trainer like five feet away yeah. from you that you haven't battled because yeah. like oh. yeah, yeah, like like yeah, oh, trying like, to find out because you can go to each area and like talk to that guy that's at the Pokemon Center, the petrol station, whatever you want to call it. And he's like, oh, if you get to this level of right. people battled, you I can mean, get a thing. But the then you have to way, go and find the one right, that you right, haven't right, battled. Yeah. The only way that I know <laughs> that that is one I haven't done before is because their speech bubble is above their head when you haven't hit them. Yes, and when the, you're done, the speech bubble doesn't yeah, appear again. Yes. But because, because the frame rate is so atrocious, I don't know that until I'm literally right upon them. <laughs> well, yes, because the viewing distance isn't great. You literally have to be holding their hand in order to know that they exist. Hey, we yeah. normally, uh, Twitter's dying, so, uh, you know, the Twitter's on the screen if you're following on YouTube. If you are listening on YouTube, uh, feel free to comment, like, subscribe. Do not try, don't, don't spoil any other storylines, please, in the comments, just for other people. But if you want to f- talk about how you felt about the Titan storyline, would love to read it. Would love to see if you related to it or not. I'm not even a dog person, and I, I relate, I thought it was great. But love to hear that. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can leave a review. Um, like I said, there should be five, maybe six of these mini series. This is episode two. Uh, if you want to follow on everything else, you know, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, PKMNCAST. Uh, otherwise, uh, all right, ready? We're gonna master oh, this. No. Three, yeah. two, right. one. Hasta <laughs> la vista. La This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. If you would like to support our show and what we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. A huge shout out to our producers who support our show, starting with Jessica K, Matthew, Sean, Stephen, Anthony, Brian, Gray, Josh, Casey, Catherine, Bovine, Nate, Ryan, and Stuart. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Brady and Spencer. Thank you so much for supporting our show. We'll be back next week. If you too would like to support our show, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we will see you guys next time.